Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is Logan. So today we have quite a different podcast. I had one originally planned um, to talk about the Doom Eternal, um, the Ancient Gods Part 2 DLC, which I'm really fucking excited for. We have a uh, teaser trailer date, and we also have a poster, which I will be talking about um, either today or at some point this week. But I just came across something on Instagram, and I knew that this had been going around for a while now, but I chose not to talk about it because of how stupid it is. But So, we are PC boys, so we talk about pop culture. I think we can all agree books is a part of pop culture in some form because it is literature, entertainment in in a certain way. But uh, I don't know if everybody has heard about this whole thing going around about Dr. Seuss's books having underlining racism in it. Politically, you know, like systemic or whatever, and I'm, or institutional, whatever the fuck, because I don't keep up with the crazy bullshit of today. So, here's, here's the thing I don't get, right? So, I was on Instagram, and it was on a meme page, I believe, that posted this, and it was, like, book burning of all the Dr. Seuss books, and I was going through the comments, and it was like, wait a minute, this is, this is actually kind of, kind of, you know, interesting, so people were talking about, like, this book called Fahrenheit, uh, I think it was 451, and, like, how the Nazis burn books and stuff, and it was like, oh, they done, you know, it's already happened, you're just copying, and some people are like, oh, the Nazis did this, and I'm just sitting here like, that's, you know, great and all with the roasting, but why, wh- how is Dr. Seuss racist? Like, I, I'm sorry, like, I have to take a minute and just come to reality here for a second, because I, I, we normally talk about movies and video games, we never talk about books, we did, like, a few reviews on Alita Battle Angel, mangas, but we have not really given our books, you know, the fair share here at PC Boys in terms of coverage, but Dr. Seuss books being racist and teaching hate, are you shitting me right now? The Lorax? The guy that's trying to save the trees? And the forest, that's teaching racism. Green eggs and ham. The, the cat in the hat. You mean to tell me these classic ass books that I read when I was a little kid was to teach us about hate. I quite frankly don't know about you guys, but the last time I read Green Eggs and Ham, I didn't think to myself, man, I hate somebody so bad. And I and I just, I can't stand that they're a different race than me. Like, I these thoughts never came to my head reading Dr. Seuss books. Where did this originate from? I would really like to understand and figure out where this came from. Like, I wish I had somebody to talk to me right now about this because this is, this is ridiculous. Like, it's funny. It's a funny type of ridiculous, but it's also sad because it's like, how did we get here? And how has society, you know, just gone this far downhill? At least here in the West, the, the society is, oh gosh, dude, it's getting so bad. So bad. I mean, people get upset about everything nowadays. I can't wait for the day where somebody's like, your your fucking pinky toe hurts my feelings. Like, I'm waiting for the day that some stupid shit like that comes out because I would not be surprised. Stupid stuff happens today, okay? And I don't care about offending people because I've been bullied a lot in my life. I had to grow a spine and deal with that shit. Life got better. 
other people are gonna grow spines. If you don't like my opinion on saying that this is stupid, I don't know what to say other than this is what you subscribe to my channel for. My honest, brutal opinion on everything. That's what I'm here to do. This is one of my more, I guess you could say, entertaining podcasts because we're talking about something so ridiculous and I'm just laughing about it because I, I think it's super funny. Um, So you have Dr. Seuss teaching hate and racism. Man, I never, you know, I never would have thought in my wildest dreams that the Lorax was teaching me to just hate people based upon the color of their skin. I just never, never thought, you know, now, now that I think about it, you know, maybe there was some underlining meaning in there. You know, maybe it's because he was orange, right? He was just different. He was a little bit different. The guy was, and you know, he wanted to save the trees, but he was just different. So like we had to hate on him. Like he was the villain of the story. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm just playing, (laughs) but no, no, I, it just makes me wonder the mental gymnastics you have to go through to say, Oh, that's racist. Like how, how, how does that come to your mind? Like, that's just something as stupid as saying, like, oh, my gosh, the Transformers is teaching racism. And it's like, huh? Like, do you want to explain that to me? Does somebody want to explain to me how how Dr. Seuss books are racist? Come on. I mean, we have plenty of people that probably listen to me. I mean, if I, you know, were to pull up my statistics, I have people on the younger side listening to me, early adults. But, I mean, if you're still in high school and you are one of these people that believes Dr. Seuss books are underlying the racist i would love somebody to explain to me how it is because i want you to explain to me how the lorax a fucking orange hairy guy trying to save the trees and how green eggs and ham how that translates to racism i would love somebody to to tell me how that translates to hate other than maybe hating disgusting looking ass food I don't know what other type of hate it could be teaching. I, I just I just don't understand. Maybe it's because I'm normal and think m- normally for the most part. Um, you know, I would say that you know this is not a a racist thing at all. I I don't understand how we how we got here. Like, how did we get here? I mean, this is also unrelated. But I saw somebody saying that math was now racist too. It's like, is everything racist? It's just breathing racist. Is snow racist? Is trees racist? I mean, everything is racist at this point. I mean, everything. I'm fucking surprised that we haven't chucked out our fucking phones and everything saying that they're racist. I mean, just, uh, I don't know. I just think it's funny. Watching society devolve and just go away and just completely turn into fucking stupid little kid bullshit. As much as I love seeing this happen because it's kind of funny, um, it's also saddening because it's like, how do we get here? Because instead of focusing on real problems in the world, right, that are going on, or even in first world countries, instead we're worried about green eggs and ham offending somebody. Like, I think we can all agree, at least us normal, you know, people can agree that this is just stupid. (laughs) This is so stupid. Like, guys, we're talking about kids' books here. They're kids' books. First of all, even if there were racial underlinings in these kid books, which there aren't, but if there were, do you think a kid is going to be looking hard enough to to figure that out? I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. I just I I don't know how we got here. This is the Twitter cancer cancel culture at its fucking finest right here. I'm surprised they haven't come for my channel. Yeah, I mean, I'm small. But I'm surprised I haven't been come after yet uh, because of my opinions on Captain Marvel and because I just thought it was a boring movie or because of this or just 
anything that I've said about I don't want no SJW politics in my games and movies. Like, I'm just surprised that nobody has come after me yet. Look, all I'm trying to say is, like, this is ridiculous. I mean, how how did we get here, right? If you, if you can come up with a logical explanation, somebody on my Facebook page or whatever, of how Dr. Seuss is racist, I would be more than happy to listen. I'd be more than happy to just listen. Give me some logic. Give me something that I can make sense of. Because right now all I'm thinking of is cat and hat, the Lorax, green eggs and ham, and trying to think, how does that translate to hate and racism? Because when I think of those things, when I think of the cat and hat, Lorax, I'm not thinking of racism. I'm thinking of some really funny looking fucking characters doing some really stupid over the top shit with some rhyming going on because Dr. Seuss loves to do that. That's all I'm thinking of when I'm thinking about those books. I've read those books hundreds of times, and not once did the thought of racism come to my head until somebody decided to make this shit up in 2021. Like, I I don't know. So that's the uh, first part of the podcast. So if you guys had a good laugh with me, um, and just kind of get to goof on to this stupid shit that's kind of killing my brain right now. Sorry. Sorry, guys. My autism almost kicked in. Um... But yeah, no. Um, if you guys enjoyed this, this little making fun of stupid shit in 2021, uh, little segment of the podcast, I hope you guys, you know, enjoyed it. And if you got offended, I'm not going to apologize because if you can't get over it, then I don't know what to say to you other than you might just be, you know, your life's going to be tough. Your life is going to be very tough. Okay. This place here, you know, this, this podcast is all about honest opinions. If you don't like it, why are you listening? That's all I'm saying. Hell, if you don't like what I'm saying, but you're listening because you, you know, just like to hear where I'm coming from or just maybe enjoy my humor or just me saying stupid shit, awesome. I'm glad. I don't care. You know, I, I'm thankful for all my viewers, rather you agree or disagree with me. I am thankful for everybody. But, I mean, all I'm saying is if, if me saying something that upsets you to the point where you can't even fathom listening to me because I'm such a terrible person, then don't. If you, if you don't like my content, I'm not forcing you to stay. Like, if you like it, you stick around. <laughs> and I will and I will continue to give you the same content that I always have. But if you don't like my content, you are free to go. You are not forced here. You can go listen to whatever it is that you want. But coming up next, we are going to be talking about the Doom Eternal DLC 2 information. And uh, also, I just want to make an announcement that I'm also going to be making my podcast longer whenever I do them on a laptop. So I'll do like two or three things a podcast as opposed to just normally the one. So ladies and gentlemen, I will be back in just a second and we will get talking about the Ancient Gods Part 2 and what we can dissect from the uh, new artwork. Stay tuned. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the second part of this PC Boys podcast, the meat and potatoes of this episode. Oh, shit. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. It's crazy. Okay, so I'm going to hold on, look up the uh, Ancient Gods Part 2 real quick. Uh, I didn't really think about looking this up before I started the recording. But don't worry, we're we're going to do the. Oh, my laptop is frozen. 
Okay, there we go. Yeah, my laptop was glitching out for a second, guys. Okay. I'm gonna go to the images section so we can get a good image of this. I think there's only one image you can actually find on Google for this. Yeah, I think there is. One or two. Well, there's two, but this one has the full image. So we'll go with this one. Alrighty. So let's take a look at the new image here. So Doom Eternal, the Ancient Gods Part 2. So looking at this art, we can take away a few things straight off the bat. This is going to be a big scale DLC, like war type of level DLC. Now, here's the thing, though. Um, I know you guys are on the podcast, so you can't actually see what I'm seeing, but I will make sure to post this picture to our Facebook page so you guys can understand what I'm talking about. So, we have a Titan, like a like one of those big, tall skyscraper Titans, facing off against a Sentinel Atlan, which we've seen in the campaign, but they've been broken down in hell and stuff, so like the Sentinel mechs. We see Sentinel ships, warships, we get to see what looks to be corrupted maker ships. We get to see dragons on both the sentinel and demonic side. So we have like good dragons and bad dragons, which they said we were going to see dragons. So we're seeing dragons. Um, we got portals opening up with sentinel soldiers coming through. And it is clear that they are using sentinel um, and argent based weapons because they're blue. So they have the power of the race would be my guess. We see Commander Valen down in the lower left-hand corner wielding a purple Warhammer. Um, and that's on the Sentinel Knight side. Um, on the demon side, we get to see a few new demons. We get to see what I uh, would assume to be the Screecher, which is the zombie that you kill. Um, and it ends up buffing nearby demons. We also get to see the Armored Baron, which we haven't uh, heard anything about yet, but we get to see him. He's, like, crouched in at the bottom of the back there. Um, we know that there's going to be a buffed um, Prowler, uh, but I, I can't see the Stone Imp, but the Stone Imp will be very easily taken care of by the new Warhammer, which we'll get to in a minute, and will also be um, easily dispatched by the rapid-fire shotgun attachment. So, looking at the main part, though, the main part of this picture is the middle of the Doomslayer going face-to-face -face with the Dark Lord himself. The Doomslayer wearing his Praetor suit with one equipment launcher and his new Warhammer, which looks like Commander Valen's hammer from the second mission, Exultia, in the Doom Eternal campaign DLC. And then to the right, we have the Dark Lord who is wearing a huge version of the Praetor suit, it looks to be. It's got horns on it. It looks very demonic-like. It's red. It's got spikes. He's got three equi uh, equipment launchers on his back, so he's got, you know, triple the firepower of the Doomslayer. And he's wielding his Crucible. Now, I saw people saying this doesn't look like the same Crucible, but if you guys look at the sword very closely, we know how the Crucible comes to, like, a curvature type of edge at the end of it well it kind of looked like as if like he just tore the blade of the crucible out of the hilt turned it around and put that wider side of the crucible in towards the hilt like as if he made a new hilt for it and or he just 
took the blade apart and then took the longer side and had that facing outward, making it look like a normal sword. But it does look like the Crucible Blade, because if you take the blade out of the hilt and flip it over, that curved side or that U-smile-shaped side of the sword is what is attached to the hilt, rather than having it be the skinny part attached to the hilt coming out to that curved um, edge. So, definitely, definitely looks like he does something with the Demonic Crucible, in my opinion. That's a guess, though. I have no idea. But this picture is amazing. It's a full outscale war um, in this picture. So hold on. I'm going to try to go to the Bethesda page where I believe they have information on the Ancient Gods Part 2 already out, which YouTubers have already covered. I know I'm late to the party, but you guys are, you know, you're going you're gonna to listen to me talk about it anyways. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can find it on the Bethesda page. I've, I'm finding plenty of articles about it, but I can't seem to, uh, Bethesda. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's see if anything comes up from Bethesda themselves. Um, no, I'm, I'm oh, Bethesda.com. No, that's the Angie gods one. There's gotta be one of these sites in here that I would assume would talk about it all. We'll go to, was it, comicbook.com? Is that, the, is that the one I was going to go into? Yeah, that's the one. So, maybe it'll have information on it. Maybe it won't. I don't know. All that we know is that we're getting the Sentinel Warhammer, which we kind of guessed is the new weapon that was coming anyways. We kind of guessed it actually as long back as the campaign was out. Um. So, yeah, there was that. Um. Yeah, it's just been, you know, a a big guessing game of what's the new weapon going to be. But I'm glad we're getting like five new demon types. The fucking Dark Lord looks amazing. I mean, that fucking armor, dude. Oh my gosh. That looks... He's so fucking big. He's towering over the Doom Slayer and he's much bigger and he's got a fucking crucible sword. Oh, just... Uh, I'm so fucking hyped, guys. I put it out on my Snapchat story the other day. So if you're on my Snapchat personally, then you'll you'll have seen the, uh, the picture already. But, uh, well, part of it. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is really all I have to talk about. I thought this whole, you know, covering what was in the picture would take longer. But basically, big battle scene going on between the Sentinels and the Demons and the center. You have the Doomslayer with his new Warhammer taking on the Dark Lord in his version of the Praetor armor. And it has, it's red, it's much bigger, it has three cannons on the back of it compared to Doomslayer's one. Um, and also he has his crucible sword and his helmet has, uh, horns on it and looks very demonic. Like he also has the Slayer, uh, symbol in the middle. We get to see a Titan facing off against a Atlan, which would be like a super mech from the, uh, night Sentinels. We also got to see night Sentinel jets. We get to see corrupted Erdak ships from Erdak, um, dragons, just a lot of cool shit. So that is all that I have for you guys. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast and I'll catch you all in the next one.